Guys, welcome to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It is your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. Now, here at The Property Mentors, aside from mentoring our members to invest and build wealth successfully, another major part of what we provide is top quality property management. Now, I'd say that the vast majority of people who have lived out of home would have at least some degree of experience with property managers and know at least, you know, the basics of what they do, such as collecting rent and doing routine inspections. But being an investment podcast, and I really want to continue to highlight just how important the service is and how a good property manager can really make your life a hell of a lot easier when it comes to your investment properties. So today I've got a firecracker of a guest. Rachel Smith is our incredibly vibrant assistant property manager. So over a year ago, she was taken under the wing of our powerhouse director of property management, Renee who I spoke to a while ago and has 20 years of experience behind her. So safe to say Rachel has been taught only by the best. So I asked Rachel to sit down with me this week because to me and to so many others, she really is the definition of going above and beyond as a professional. So I wanted to talk to her about that today and what that means to her, the benefit of working for a sort of more boutique agency and really what to look for in a property manager overall. So I hope you enjoy. Here's Rachel. So Rachel Smith, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thanks, Phoebe. Thanks for having me. So let's start off with a bit about you and you sort of prior to your time here at The Property Mentors. Tell me a little bit about maybe your career journey up until now. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh, where do I start? I've been a little bit here, there, everywhere. Um Essentially, I always wanted to be a flight attendant because I realized I liked customer service, but I wanted to travel, love the uniform. Mm-hmm. It's a big selling point for me. <laughs> um, so, and I actually got a bank teller position. And yeah, I was there for quite a few years, traveling around different branches and again, picked up a lot of the customer service role there, a um, little bit of the sales side as well wasn't particularly passionate about the sales side in banking but um I really did enjoy my time there and I I learned a lot and yeah I guess from there I I moved on and sort of found myself in hospitality because my brother is a chef Um, but I ended up getting a chance working with my brother at a restaurant in Brighton and that just I realized how I love cooking. So my passion, um, I guess, with the food and the cooking and working with my brother, we're close, thankfully, um, which made work very fun. Um, and it was just huge. And there was so much to it. I thought, oh, my God, this is it. This is what I'm meant to be doing. I'm meant to be connecting with people and running around on the floor smiling. And this is what I'm meant to do. Uh but there is so much more to just working in a in a restaurant than connecting with people. Little did I realize at the time, realized there was a lot to juggle in such a space and, and a busy when we got busy. Oh my gosh, it was it was full on. And I guess that really taught me self awareness, um, how to move quickly. So many situations and scenarios happening at once. You know, there's a disaster in the kitchen. There's a five angry customers on the floor and there's 10 happy ones and people want you and need you being short-staffed and having to multitask in such a high-intensity environment um, 
is definitely what I picked up in the industry. So I really am grateful for all of that. I, and I do believe, you know, the people skills are something that I always had a, a natural ability for. But this, I guess, connecting with multiple different personalities, you know, you don't have a choice. You can't choose your people that walk in um, and you have to adapt and work with individuals and connect. You still somehow find a connection with them and they walk away happy. And I think that was what I really loved about it, the the people side of everything. So you'd say you'd always, you've always kind of been in the customer success realm though? 100%, yeah. So I definitely just, I love, I love that side of things. I just love people um, and having different relationships with people and connecting with them and, Customer service was just always what I was trained to, again, I feel like it was a natural part of me and then I realised how much it, it sort of fed my soul, mm. I guess you could say, and I enjoyed it. It didn't feel like work when you could work with people mm. and that's what gives me sort of life and light, I think. That's really nice to hear. So how would you describe, in your own words, how would you describe your role now and, and what kind of drew you to it? Oh, well, this is funny enough, actually, through my um, hospitality experience, working with a lot of high-end businesses, especially when I was in the Brighton area, um, lots of real estate was sort of floating around quite a lot. It always came up and I always got that, you know, lovely comment or compliment you should work in real estate. You'd be great because you're good with people. I was like, oh, gosh, no, I couldn't do that. Um and I just, I just, yeah, I couldn't see myself selling or working in that kind of environment. Not that I knew a lot about it and just, it was just that stereotypical thoughts, mm. I suppose, um, a lot of pressure um, and it just sort of just didn't seem like something I'd ever get into um, or like, but here I am now. So um, I, what, what I have found coming into this, this role, which I will admit I'm so grateful to get this opportunity. You know, it, it came out of lockdown. I was sort of in the hospitality side of things still and I needed a change and, you know, through a friend um, this opportunity came up and I was a bit like, okay, all right, I, I'm open to it. I'm years have passed where, you know, I've heard other different stories about property. I'm a bit more open-minded now. I'm I'm ready for a challenge, uh, again, especially what we've all been through with the lockdowns and COVID. And I thought, why not give it a try? And yeah, you know, did the training which was, you know, with, thankfully for me, work provided, you know, again, all the all the portals of training, which is great and I'm grateful for. And I've been fortunate enough coming into this role and this position and the mentor that I have is, has been nothing but amazing. You know, Renee, who has been teaching me, she uh, has been what, in a property manager for 20 years now. Mm-hmm. Um and having her, me under her wing, I couldn't be more grateful. And I will admit, um, since I've come into the field and even prior, I, I have heard some horror stories. Um, unfortunately, with, with property management, people, well, when I say, oh, that, well, if someone asks me, what are you doing now, Rachel? Oh, I'm a property manager. Ooh. When when Renee was on the on the podcast, I even had a just a cheeky dig at other property managers that I've personally dealt with uh, mm, in the past. There and, you go. But it's it's the reason I wanted to get both of you on here 
to actually talk about and show what good quality property managers do. That's lovely. So how many how many properties do you and Renee manage at the moment? We have, I think we've just hit 100. Mm. Mm. Big yeah, milestone. Which is pretty, yeah. It's, um, it's definitely uh, growing, which is fantastic. Mm. Um, but again, you know, some people might hear that number and go, oh, that's not a lot. Yeah. Well, I guess we are, we are more so a bit of a boutique agency, but what does that right. mean to you sort of in the property managing realm? What, well, again, what I have um, discovered Again, being a newbie, I will say, well, it's been a year now. I should definitely, I'm a, I'm a proud, strong property manager. Mm-hmm. Um, but throughout the time of me learning and discovering what I'm, what I'm finding out being a part of a boutique agency compared to, you know, other real estate agents is our high level of service. I, it's incredible. And the relationship, I think what I have found out is that there seems to be not a lot of communication with property managers, with the rental providers, It's um, which is really unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And me coming in and learning of Renee, I've been able to, I guess, what I'm bringing into that, that customer service that I love, that I do know and that I am so passionate about. It's, it's the same thing. I'm just sort of doing a little bit different, but I'm still – I'm I am on the floor I am dealing with customers but I'm I'm not essentially on the floor but I'm it's their home I want to look after you and we want you to leave with a smile and that's just what I feel like we do at a boutique agency and I'm bringing that level of customer service and that element what I am so passionate about and we're bringing that into the real estate industry within our little boutique agency and it's great very proud of that. So I guess, as I mentioned, um, we have 100 properties, Mm -hmm. Uh, a a lot of, you know, different agencies will have a lot more than that. They Mm -hmm. might have 400, 600, 200. You might have one property manager looking after 200 properties. Mm. We look after the smaller amount. So there's two of us looking after 100. Mm. Therefore, if you do do the maths, that that's an incredible level of service and communication it's not even just about service but we can communicate and we can answer our phones we can get back to an email or a text message very very quickly and you know it just it's just that level of difference i i've noticed again being a tenant I can see the difference. Mm, mm. I've had issues. I don't hear anything back. And these are the horror stories you hear with property management. There is no communication Mm. and lack of service. And I feel that's what we deliver. That's all we do. Yeah. So you basically have the ability to attend any properties that need certain assistance. You're essentially able to give four times the amount of service that people who who are looking after 200 properties because you're looking after a quarter of that. So you're kind of more available. You're able to maybe, I don't know, maybe you can comment on this, build better relationships with them? Definitely better relationships. Um, strong relationships too. You know, we we are more contactable. You know, we have the ability to attend any properties that need certain assistance and we are able to build better quality relationships with our rental providers and renters. And, you know, that's, that's the beauty in working for a boutique agency Mm. it's probably one of the reasons that i've had so many problems with my personal property managers in the past is that i think they've been looking after too many properties and therefore that they are hard to contact i'm 
they're sometimes notoriously known because they're just so hard to get onto. But the fact that you guys look after a smaller cohort mm-hmm. really benefits our renters and our um, rental providers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So because you've built these relationships with the rental providers and the renters, you've actually been able to help lease without advertising. Can you talk to that a little bit? So this is incredible. I find, again, this comes down to the time that we have with communication and the service and the relationship we have with the rental providers and the tenants, you know, we obviously have fantastic software that we can, you know, keep the information of tenants that prospective tenants that didn't get their property, didn't get the property they desired. Um, again, this comes down to us having, I guess, more time and more, that, those strong relationships that we have with the rental providers. You know, we we and we want to we want to save the money if we can. Like that's the beauty of what we do. If we can go, hey, we, we've got this person, we can actually save you money by not advertising. What do you think? And we can, you know, do all the correct things that obviously reference checks and application process and we're still that's what we're hired to do. We're still going to do all the right things by sussing the prospective um tenant out the renter out um and do yeah all, all the all the protocols to make sure they are the right candidate but if we essentially have somebody on the books that we can get in there um we'll do that for them mm. we're not going to charge them something for advertising if we have the facilities and we already have people ready to go we know like we'll give that a go first before we actually slam people with a fee mm. um and it's pretty it's pretty incredible that we we're able to do that because mm. we we have those again the relationships the time and that level of service that we can provide and it's just it's real and it's genuine yeah i think that's really rare mm. and i did talk to renee about this when i had her on the podcast lately but so i know a lot of rental providers like to try and manage their properties on their own to sort of save a few bucks mm. here and there but in your opinion what is the difference does it make having a good property manager by your side Uh, so it makes a huge difference because I think I've heard again I've heard horror stories of friends Mm, who (laughs) have um, their investments and they're like oh I'll just I'll just do this and look after them and by by all means there are some there are some good outcomes you know you, you can have a great relationship with the they can have a great relationship with the tenant and there's no issues and it's fine um but you know there are always risks and you know things can drag out if you you know we can do everyone can do their best by doing the reference checks and you know getting the right person which we're really strong about but you still don't know them Mm. you don't know their personal life um you know can there be issues occurring within the property that are ignored and they don't get checked if it is a if you are looking after it yourself a part of our service is obviously doing routine inspections Mm. you know we do it within the first three months so little little things i i guess like maintaining the property doing routine inspections so essentially we are doing this stuff day in day out with all the new legislations changing so often you know that's part of our job we are the first to know and we have to be all over that rental providers 
um, might not be on top of that, mm. you know, mm. on top of everything else that they've got to do in their day-to-day life, it is something they're not going to think to check or be aware of and this is where, you know, incidents can occur. Yeah, and if they miss something, that can end up maybe, I don't know, it could be really dangerous for someone or it could end up costing them something, so that's what you guys are there for. 100%. Um, it could cost the rental provider a lot more than in a small fee and having the service of a property manager with the level of our service that we offer. Mm. Um, anything can go wrong. Yeah. And so many things do go wrong, and that's, again, what we are there for. We deal with different things every single day. Um, especially with body corp and you know whether things are in warranty or not and like issues with air cons and leaks and pipe blow-ups it's like we're the middleman we Mm. have the army and the right connections with the people that we send out to these jobs straight away firsthand um you're also looking at at applications all the time so you would start to really pick up on what makes a good renter and maybe what doesn't as well. Oh, absolutely. Looking at and having things, you know, having socials like Facebook and Instagram, um, LinkedIn, we can look at where like investigators. We have to look up people. We want to make sure uh, if, if I have an investment property, I want to make sure the right person's going in there and we do the same. Yeah, exactly right. So, Rachel, within your role, what would you say it means to go above and beyond? Again, absolute um, trust and communication is such a huge thing. Um, what's a, a little example I could give you? And again, this is by the taught by the lovely Renee and was gifted to me by the lovely Renee. Um, she gave me a beautiful little uh, kit with all these little cute cleaning products. Um, it had, you know, Dettol wipes, uh, Glen 20, uh, like chucks, cloth, all that kind of like just just basically a cleaning kit. That's in my car at all times. So, and I'm on my road, I'm on the road a lot in my car, going to inspections, doing condition reports. You know, I might go in there, the, the property may have been cleaned, that's fine, but not everyone does a perfect job. I'm going in there to assess the area and I'm going to then do the condition report for the rental provider and the renter. So if I see a mark that looks like it can come off, well, hey, I've got my kit. <laughs> it doesn't need to be in the photo. It doesn't need to be reported and I can give it a clean. Um, it could be, you know... Unfortunately, if there is a toilet heart, I'm going to do it because it's there and I'm loyal to the game. That is loyal to you. That is fine. You know, again, I'm from hospitality. I'm tough. Mm. (laughs) I've had to clean many toilets and bathrooms. (laughs) Uh, So it's not an issue. You know, that's essentially I walk in there and this is my home and I need to make it perfect and I'm going to set it up for not only, again, the renter but the rental provider um and that level of service maintaining the garden renee has gone out and picked weeds i've done it with her i've done it individually it's just again it it might be such a minor thing i don't need a gardener but we want to save the money and again we want to build that relationship hey you got some weeds there it's not great how about i do it for you and then it's ready and they appreciate it. We're capable of it. Hmm. And we just hope, again, that's just that extra. It's just us being genuine and real. We don't expect anything from that. It's just that relationship. And that's all we, that's all we, we, we come from that world and that's all we want out of it. And 
yeah, hopefully it's value because we value it. Basically, people invest a lot in their investment properties. It's only fair we invest our time in them. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to look at it. So to wrap up, Rachel, and I asked this to Renee as well, but it's always uh, good to hear what, what other property managers think, but what should people look for in a property manager? That's a great question because I actually have a great analogy that I recently, I went to a property management seminar Um thanks to work for sending me there, uh, which it was incredible. Um, but, you know, we discussed, we discussed, you know, people's relationships with their property management, with their property managers. And there's actually a bit of a, a study out there, would you believe it or not, that when <laughs> I guess someone is purchasing a new vehicle, for example, it, it can take a lot of time, you know, they're test driving, they're, spending quite a lot of, you know, ifs and buts and is this going to be the right one. The colour is a huge decision, the colour. And, you know, what a car can vary between 60,000, 80,000, but there's a lot of time deciding the commitment and what they're going to choose. You have your investment property, which again varies in price, always a lot more than a vehicle. And people are very quick to just sign up on a really small fee look up look 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 after my property um that costs a hundred thousand to a million dollars and i want the cheapest property manager Mm. without any service without the communication which this is what they're obviously not aware that these fees people just i think Unfortunately, with the stereotype of service out there with property managers, it's I'll just get the service, but it's I guess it's not really expected what the service is going to be. I don't think people mm. realize once they have a property manager, what does that what do, do they even know? Are they even aware? Mm. Don't get me wrong, there's a lot of investors out there I'm sure do know. But it's quite um it's quite amazing, you know, there's people out there that have doctors you know, that means a lot to them. They might have the same relationship with their doctor since they were little until they are in their 50s. From babies to, to adults, they have the same doctor because that's what they were grown up with. I imagine having your first investment property and you have your first property manager and you want your next investment property. You want the same property manager because they've been so great. They've been like your family doctor and you want that relationship with them. You want to have that connection. You want to have that teamwork together, that rapport, the expertise and the knowledge and imagine that relationship that can flow through that is personable at that stage. It is genuine and it's real and it's someone that's always going to carry that. That's your home, you know, and you want that looked after and you you want it with someone that is like a friend as well. That's mm. your that's That's the relationship that we try to, I guess, bring and that level of service and you know that's what we want to deliver and you hope that that's what investors are looking for too that commitment that loyalty that trust Mm. that that love and value Mm. from both parties I think that's really well said and I think as a person and as a professional to me you really are the definition of going above and beyond I'm 
not kidding with that. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> you are just such a joy to have around the office. And I know your, you know, your renters and your rental providers think the exact same because mm-hmm. we're constantly getting so much feedback about how much of a joy you are. But you Rachel, oh, please, <sighs> please don't. <laughs> but Rachel, thank you so much for taking time to sit down with me today. Thank you, Phoebe. It's been so, so lovely to sit here and speak to you and about what I love. This is great. Thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I enjoyed sitting down and chatting with the wonderful Rachel. If you would like to know any more about us here at The Property Mentors, including our above and beyond property management team, you can check out our website, thepropertymentors.com.au. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, both the podcast, The Property Mentors, and in addition, Rachel's Property Management Instagram, which is very, very entertaining. All three handles are linked in our show notes, along with all of our other socials, including a link to our blog. Guys, I say it every week, but if you are ready to take your investment seriously, you need to get your hands on a copy of Luke's latest book, Property Fit, which is full of insightful information to really help you up your education. Uh, So you can get your hands on a copy of that at propertyfitbook.com.au. If you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating. It really helps us reach more people on their investing journeys. And make sure to subscribe because it just notifies you when our episodes drop. Make sure to tune in next week as we'll be dropping another informative FAQ episode with Luke. Until then, thank you so, so much for listening and I will be back in your ears again next week. Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances. Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more.